Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Metcast, the podcast of Manchester Metropolitan University. My name is Dan Cotton and in this episode we discuss the impact of the university's business support programmes on local enterprises while looking at the current challenges facing business owners. I'm joined by two business owners who've benefited from the business support programmes as well as representatives from the GC Business Growth Hub and the university's Centre for Enterprise. So I'm Anne Mulhaney. I'm the uh, Senior Enterprise Fellow at the Centre for Enterprise in the Business School at Manchester Metropolitan University. Dawn Duggan, I'm Head of People, Skills and Talent at GC Business Growth Hub. Hello everyone, my name is Sara Simeone and I'm the CEO and co-founder of Nifties.io. Um, we are a startup based here in Manchester. Um, we actually are an innovative startup uh, supporting businesses to tokenize their digital property in the form of NFTs. I'm a, I'm a Rafiq and I'm the director and founder of Archie's, the fast food burger restaurant. The actual business was set up in 2010, roughly about 12 years ago now. And the concept derived from a movie that me and my brothers watched as kids. So we thought, you know what, an opportunity arose and then we thought, let's take it and do it and just create this Archie's. And it's just grown from strength to strength, to be honest with you. With the UK facing a range of economic challenges, I asked our guests for their views on the major obstacles facing businesses and how support from organisations such as the university can help business owners. Um, There are a number of challenges for organisations at the moment. We still haven't come out of of COVID and people are still making sense of the remote working and understanding what that means to the business model. That's still not come through and that's having a big impact across the whole of the sectors that that we work with on recruitment and retention because attitudes have changed because of COVID. So the post-COVID COVID era is having a big effect on organisations being able to keep staff, retain staff and also grow staff. The second big challenge at the moment is is really the economy at the moment. Price rises are really affecting business. Their margins are being reduced more and more and more and the impact of that is being taken into supply chains and when many of our the organizations we work with are way down the supply chain they're seeing the impact and feeling the impact because everybody's trying to cut costs and everyone either is putting up prices or trying to change margins so they're two of the of the big factors that are affecting um all organizations at this current time so there's, there's a variety of different challenges. Obviously, in the other areas, there's there's quite a, you know, there's a skills gap shortage. There's um, a recruitment and a retention problem. Um, we are looking, you know, in terms of workforce skills gaps, a lot of the firms that we're working with are saying that uh, some of their workforce levels are partly at the correct level to meet business plan objectives for the year ahead. Um, but 61% of firms have said that they're looking to increase investment in workforce development in the next 12 months. We've also got businesses that are still um, facing redundancy risks across the business uh, as the impacts continue. Um, there's a variety of different areas that you know um, business leaders are struggling and with different challenges that they're facing at the moment. They've, they've had to adapt to their workforce from being um, a predominantly probably in the office, face-to-face based environment to uh, for, for quite a period of time, as we know, being a virtual uh, place of work to now a lot of employers are moving back into a bit of a hybrid model. 
So a lot of businesses are facing challenges around bringing their staff back into the office, how that works now that people have got used to that more agile way of working. How do they, you know, people and performance manage staff, um, you know, in, in that type of hybrid environment? You know, so they are facing a lot of different challenges as well as, you know, the other growth challenges that they've got. They might have had to diversify into different markets. Uh, they might be looking at how they increase their, you know, their turnover and their productivity using digital methods. And, you know, and, and, and how else can they improve efficiencies within the business? Well, the, the current challenges, you know, are felt by everyone, uh, I would say, businesses and uh, and people, like, you know, uh, but uh, for businesses like ours, you know, we managed to actually get investments at the right time. Uh, now we're going through another way, you know, another round of investment. Um, so that is definitely going to be a little bit challenging, uh, we know, but then we are in a space, which is the blockchain space that is like, you know, at the if you're developing something concrete and it's got real utility, then it's it's a bit easier, um, I would say. Uh, obviously, one of the biggest challenging as everyone, you know, every other business is facing is hiring, uh, making sure that, you know, you get the right people on board. For us here in the Northwest, it was slightly, uh, you know, more difficult, let's say. But, uh, you know, I managed to actually find some amazing, uh, you know, young starters um, that we hired from uh, MMU and uh, UOM. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm really uh, training, I'm training them, you know, we are all like, you know, um, working together as a team and uh, they are doing an amazing, amazing job. Obviously, you know, two of, uh, one of them actually came from the Kickstarter program, which was extremely helpful for us because at the end of the day, they want to test, of course, I mean, uh, how, you know, both of us, both the employer and the employee may want to, you know, to test and see how things are going. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it was a great great program for us in terms of like you know what universities can do more you know obviously you know we got also another employee um harry who's actually was uh, studying at mmu whilst working for us like you know in, in an internship program um you know that was like you know very important the university supported that as well um through one of their programs so you know that was uh, really helpful uh, for us so i would probably say that what universities can do is definitely you know support more students to get into apprenticeship programs or you know internships um you know and, and also i mean on the other side connect small businesses with corporates um you know that is actually one of the key um you know missing pieces of the puzzle because obviously you know i i keep saying this like you know it's amazing that we develop these great products but then we also need some you know test users beta testers you know that can come on board um you know potentially give us like you know a, a, give a lot of businesses a lifeline uh you know with regards to you know paying for a poc uh, or you know just collaborating by giving their endorsement to the project I, i've been in business 12 years and i've never seen anything like it recruitment uh, utilities, logistics, cost of produce, it's just gone crazy. And you can't ultimately put that cost back onto the customer. So you have to somewhere take a hit and sort of like cushion that for the next two or three years, I think. I just hold tight and just pull through it. But yeah, I think there's, there's so much going on at the moment. There's no, there's no, um, you don't know where it's going to end. The explanations there from both businesses and those organisations supporting them paints a picture of the road ahead for both established companies and startups. 
With these challenges in mind, Anne Mulhaney explains how the university's wide range of business support programmes are helping organisations. So at the Centre for Enterprise, we have a, numerous projects that we're delivering across the region. Um, they basically form into three strands. So the first strand is growth and productivity. So we have a suite of programmes that are delivered from the micros all the way through to the larger SMEs in the region, the larger small to medium sized enterprise. And the focus of those programmes are to support the region's economy and to drive uh, productivity. So we're looking at developing growth plan plans with organisations, helping them to innovate and reduce costs, which are a challenge at the moment because of the, the current climate and so on. So that's the first strand. The second strand is typically around sustainability. So we have a number of projects that are looking at that agenda. So again, government policy is looking at reducing carbon footprint for organisations. And the first starting point of that is to be able to do some form of audit to know where they are now, to know the impact that we have when we, we identify changes. Some of them can be process innovation, some of them can be just around energy usage and a whole number of other, other factors. One of the projects that sits under that stream also is the Prince City Network project that we deliver, and that's about using um, 3D printing to reduce costs of manufacture. And quite a few of the organisations that have worked with us have started to explore um, how 3D printing can help them in their product development, but also looking at um, pricing structures within building uh, their pod product portfolio. The third strand that sits under the umbrella of the Centre for Enterprise is the digital agenda, the digital economy. There's a massive skills gap um, throughout, the throughout the country and specifically across the Northwest in skills development, but also about digital adoption, where to apply digital adoption within your business to really understand the impact. So we have the Cyber Foundry and we've now got the AI Foundries, which helps business to explore opportunities where technology, digital technology, can enhance the performance of a business. And most of the time, just one of two things reduces internal costs. So you use software to help you manage processes or drive processes. Or secondly, looking at where digital transformation can help you make sense of data. So you might have a whole host of customer data to understand trends and understand where markets are going. So AI and digital um, technologies are really important. And the final part of that is really cyber security. For smaller businesses, the awareness of cyber security is a relatively new concept and lots of small organisations don't have that understanding in-house. So we're supporting them to help them understand that, but then to work with their partner organisations because many outsource IT so that they have a way of having a conversation with them. So there are three strands, just to reiterate, growth and productivity, uh, sustainability and the digital agenda. Central to the university's business support programmes is the network of regional partnerships which ensure that the needs of business owners in every sector can benefit, innovate and grow. Don Duggan at the Business Growth Hub explains more. 
it's really important that business support um, the practical side of business support, which is what the Business Growth Hub offers, um, works collaboratively and in partnership with the business schools who offer the more academic theoretical side of learning. You know, it, it gives that all round experience for a business because, you know, you, you've got business leaders who want to have practical support, but they also want to do some independent research some thinking, you know, have time away out of the business where they can, you know, find things out for themselves and do learning in different ways. And working with somebody on a one to one basis doesn't suit every single style. So having the opportunity to work with the universities to access, um, you know, the professors and the tutors there that have got, you know, so many years of experience and to be able to gain from their knowledge as well. You know, it's a fantastic opportunity for a business to get that all round experience. So that there's many different entries in. So we have the Greater Manchester Leadership Hive um, and that website can be found, um, you know, on, on the Internet. And that that is like your first point of call, because if you're a leader in Greater Manchester looking for support, um, you can go onto that website and all the different programmes and support options that are available in Greater Manchester. You can find out more information about them. You can click on on the link on there and it will take you through to that organisation. So it's it's a one stop shop for a business leader to go to in the first instance um, if they then want to have a conversation with somebody you know please contact the business growth hub direct they can have that initial conversation around where their business is currently at what challenges they're currently facing you know what support do they feel that they need at this moment in time and then we can direct them out to the relevant and most appropriate support to them whether that be with ourselves whether it's with one of the programs at the universities or even if it's on the national help to grow uh, mentoring program that um, is currently on offer out there as well so you know that the hive website is a great starting point and then obviously to contact our inquiry team here at the business growth hub Hearing from the University's Centre for Enterprise and the Business Growth Hub, it's clear that the support is there for businesses as they continue to grow and meet any challenges they face. But for the owners of Nifties and Arches, what was the factor behind them reaching out for support and how has it helped them? As you, as you know, as you know, I'm a, an alumni of MMU, but uh, at the time I was just so involved in the product development and uh, I didn't have a lot of visibility around what was happening in uh, in Manchester. But then uh, a former colleague of mine from the Masters um, who was involved in, uh, you know, still teaching at MMU, um, he basically told me about this program. And so I applied, I spoke to uh, Peter um, and then it was just like it all came from there. Um, so it was an amazing experience because obviously you know we needed some uh, support but I think you know we we mostly like you know what I appreciate from from that project uh, is the collaboration between academia and, and and companies and businesses because you know that actually helped us to also um, you know get a little bit more um, let's say uh, recognition from uh, private investors you know having a university involved is always like you know a a, a badge of approval for a lot of uh, you know investors and and corporate companies who want to uh, collaborate with smaller businesses i i got to a point where i felt that i'd plateaued in terms of knowledge and i was speaking to my sister she recommended that i do a lot of these self-development courses and she actually put me on to help to grow and honestly god it was probably one of the best things i did because it kind of opened my brain a bit and networked the right kind of people, people in similar situations with me, similar scenarios, people that have had issues, they've tried and tested and failed and gave their wisdom behind all that. And it was a great experience. So we've come to a point where we've got 400 staff 
So we were lacking certain systems, HR systems, uh, organisational structures, and it's just speaking to the right kind of people and learn from their experience. And we've gone back and implemented it in our company, Sweet Wonders. These are just two of the thousands of stories from businesses across Greater Manchester and the North West who have worked with the university and its partners to help their businesses. So are the programmes offered at the Centre for Enterprise going to be crucial for even more organisations in the months and years ahead? Absolutely, because the way the funding model has changed, you know, we're going to lose the European funding as of, you know, most of the projects will end next year. So the model is now that the government funded projects are much more important in um, addressing some of those needs. So as a university, we have a role of being that liaison between the conduit between the businesses and the policymakers so that we can help them understand where the businesses need support. So we're a voice for that for that population. And we're also then able to help develop solutions that will help people through these times. I mean, we've 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 worked with over 2000 businesses in the last couple of years. And I mean, even this year, when we um, speak to people who are leaving some of our programmes, there's two common themes that come out. One is it's been great having a community of like minded people just to share the burden. And secondly, it's I've got a passion back for my business because it's reignited the why I do this, because it's a lonely place running running a business. And with all the challenges that are coming left, right and centre for business owners, being that support crux is really a big um, support mechanism in the ecosystem of of the economy. I mean, a lot of people don't know where to start. There are lots of organisations that can help. The university is one of many. So you've got your local authorities, your local councils who are able to signpost to the support that's available. And the universities do a very similar thing. So the universities, if we don't have an answer, we'll know who might be able to help. So we can signpost organisations to the right place. But there's also lots of additional support that the university can provide um, access to student placements, access to project support. Um, a lot of these are fully funded and organisations are not aware of them. So there's a whole range of things, even recruitment, knowing when recruitment is happening, getting a, a very small placement from a group of people who just exited university gives you access to the local talent that's available and it's a great place to start. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Metcast, the podcast of Manchester Metropolitan University. Your feedback is always welcome, as are much needed review ratings on iTunes, so if you have a moment, please head there to let us know what you think. You can subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcast platform. That's all for now. Until next time, goodbye.